What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, well, that was a wacky weekend of football indeed. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. Welcome in to the best place to get your sports gambling info. Coming off the four and two from last week, let's welcome in Bolt. <laughs> that was a wacky one. I don't know where you came up with the word wacky, mm. but it was wacky. Yep, four and two. Uh, the two losses were a couple back doors. Why don't we start with the KC one? Ugh. So, I mean, f- Herbert's hurt. I, the back door to me was that Herbert didn't come out of the game. Like, pull him out. Like, you're not going to win that game. Uh-huh, and he's he, wincing that hard. Yeah. I was like, how bad is this? He's clearly fighting through it. And I'm looking, I'm like, D- you guys have no chance to win the game. Like, pull your your guy out here. And they throw the second stringer in, and we would have covered. But instead of, he throws a laser <laughs> down to, like, the five or whatever, and they end up scoring. <laughs> that was a back door. Well, and then, you know, you're you're going off the numbers. A lot of coaches... Um, you know, within the last few years and beyond, they'd be like, let's take the quick three to save as much clock yeah, as we can. Right. He goes, nope, we're down here. Let's go for the seven. <laughs> take the quick three so we cover. Right. And then uh, the other the other loss that was a small backdoor. Backdoor Louie. Was the Ravens-Dolphins game. Oh. Up 21 in the fourth quarter. So this is how rare it is. Okay, I shot this over to one of our buddies. I saw this on Twitter. So in the last 711 teams that were up by 21 in the fourth quarter, they all won the ball game except for the Raves. I mean, so that's a little rare. But you know what? That stuff happens. We'll take the four wins. We got the two backdoor losses. Um, you know, that's going to happen. Yeah. 28-7 at home. Right. At and home. Yeah. You're like, all right, you're looking good. And now everyone's all over the Dolphins because they, they can strike quick. They sure are. But without moving on, that is a 409 for the Ravens. Up 28-7 at home in the fourth quarter and you lose the ball game. Yeah. That's good looking. Lamar actually made history again. Guy's a joker. First person to ever throw for over a 75-yard touchdown and run for one in the same ball game. Mm-hmm. He's legit. Yeah, that was a sweet long run. Mm-hmm. He he's doing great. You know, he's going to he's going to get that money out of them. So he's going to ball all year like we said. You know, speaking of him, um some stuff that I saw that was pretty cool about him is I guess he he stuck around like after the game and he's signing the autographs and stuff and someone else had mentioned they're like I was at the Buffalo Bills game last year in the playoffs when he got hurt and they ended up losing and they said that he this guy said that Lamar was still sticking around signing autographs after that game even. Oh nice. That's pretty legit cuz I'd have to admit I think if that was me I'd be like I'm hopping on the bus let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. But so that's a cool thing about Lamar. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. A um, couple other ones the the Raiders had it locked up at home too. Woo. Uh and, and that was one Kyler. That, that was actually one that went the right way for me. Really? Oh yeah. I took the big A's here there. Did you take the Raids that game? No, I didn't touch it. It was five and a half, which I thought was a little high, but I mean they were up by, you know, three scores also there. Yeah, that one so I like I was I was watching the score and stuff and you know, I took Kyler for fantasy 
And it actually entered my mind. I was like, wow. I mean, that is a swing and a miss on my part here. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And then Kyler goes, hold the horses here, big guy. There's a reason why you drafted me on your fantasy. And the reason why you picked me today, let me fire it up for you. He goes, you can do whatever you want in the red zone here. And I'll just keep running around until I see a little <laughs> sliver. So you know, what I, you know what I was comparing it to? You know, it's like if you ran into a kindergarten class and you grabbed like six of the kids and you go, okay, guys, try to tag me. <laughs> and you're just running around in circles and they're like nowhere close to you. And you're like putting moves on all six of them. Yeah. That's what Kyler looks like against NFL pros right dudes that have jets um so that two-point conversion that we're referencing so first of all he ran 84 yards in that one play like going back and forth i heard yeah and it was for 21 seconds Jeez. yeah i mean and then how about he just goes guys let me hit the turbo boost now (laughs) into the end zone i mean dude i told my kids right there i go He's the fastest player in the NFL. Like as far as like the turbo boost, like within like if you need like to get twenty yards, just turbo boost, dude. He is slow Joe when he needs to get going like that. He did another one where he's like, "I need to get the first down here." He's kind of moving around. And everyone's around him. He just goes. Um, it's a pleasure watching my friend Kyler. Did you see uh, the fan kind of reached out and kind of gave him a little slap to the face too? They're kind of trying to find that. Or I guess they probably have the guy. I didn't see the video. Did you see the video? I read about it. I mean, what a piece of shit that guy is. Yeah, he just went over to like row one after they won, like in the end zone, and there was a couple dudes with like Arizona gear on. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was, was he a Raider fan though? No, the two dudes were in Arizona stuff, but obviously there's a bunch of Raider guys around, and some sober Joe probably reaches through and just it's a real quick little like slap to the cheek right and kyler turns around like who the you know right and kind of has the chit and then his teammates are like let's go right no but the guy that slapped him was a raiders fan is what I'm yeah thinking. and he wasn't a very big dude i mean kyler looks like he wanted to headbutt him in the face oh i bet well sh- the people are a little tuned up there big time <laughs> um well what games worked out well for you here um last week Yep. Um, gosh, I can't. I mean, what what were your what were the ones we gave out that hit? Um, well, I have to go back to my notes on that one because I'm prepared for this week. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, hold, give me a sec here. I got her for us, big guy. Da-na-da. Did you like Cincy? Or uh, sorry, Dallas. Uh, well, I did for the contest. Yes, I did. Right. Um, so we were on week. Chimney Christmas, I'm already getting lost here. Oh, I I took the... Oh, there the, it is. Come on, there it is. The Jags. Was that a good pick? Oh, yeah. Come on. Plus four, and they shut them out. Um, that was embarrassing. Wow. Well, I think you might have gone against that on your... I did. I actually liked the Colts. Okay. Now, let's clarify a few things here, because I think you went against my best bet, I noticed, also in the college in another contest that we're in. Washington minus three against Michigan State. Now, did you just take that game because you were at a guy's house that went to Michigan State? I just threw a little bit on it because, yeah. Okay. So there's <laughs> another game you went against of mine. Now, listen, of course I don't hit every game here. I mean, the objective is to try to hit 55%. That's very good. But going against me, I mean, just don't touch the game. I mean, are we going to learn here? Dude, the Colts had won the last seven at in Jacksonville no, 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 and, no, and no. they couldn't even score. No, 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 no. See, that's where you're getting the wrong stats. It's the other way around. 
The Jags have won the last seven at home. Oh, down there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's why we try to have the podcast here to give people information. But yeah, that was gnarly. I mean, something about going down there, you know? Um, or, uh, you know, is this Matt Ryan experience not going to go very well? <laughs> and then the other W's that we had, the Cowboys plus seven. That was a legit one. Came up with the W there. And then, <clears throat> remember, we took Big Bill against Trubisk uh-huh. and the Steelers. Those are the other W's. Uh, the, oh, the Packers. I like the Packers with the 10. Oh, yeah. Yep. Against Big Fields and company. Well, I mean, are the Bears good looking? Holy cow, is that squad good looking? Mm-hmm. So how about Justin Fields in two games, okay, has 15 completions. Seven in the first game and eight against the Packers. Wow. That is not going to cut it. And so that actually leads us into our first best bet. The Texans are traveling into Chicago, and right now the Texans are getting three points, and I will take that right away. Mm -hmm. The Bears are, like we said, so, so far, you know, I heard someone talking about, they're like, okay, so were your preseason assumptions correct? If they are, you're doing well. If not, you know, you're not doing so great. I would say that our preseason assumptions um, have been pretty much spot on. Uh, And one of them is going to be the Bears. If you recall, we said take the team under on that one. The team is total dog shit. Like, I know the Texans aren't supposed to be great either, but it's a way different ball game. Like, I watched the Texans play the Broncos, and there's the reason why that score was so low is, yeah, the Broncos, you know, did a few things that didn't help themselves, and we'll get to them in a minute. But the Texans' defense is legit. Like, it flies around the ball. And say what you want about Lovey Smith as a head coach, but he's always been a good defensive coordinator. They're way better than the Bears. Um, I mean... Green Bay, like there were some things that they did that looked good, and I took Green Bay for the contest also, the circuit contest. But, dude, how about when, like, the center snaps it and it hits the receiver and it goes backwards, like, 30 yards? Yeah. Like, shit like that's not going to cut it when you're playing against good squads. So, and even with that, the Bears couldn't even do anything. We'll take the Texans plus three first best bet. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they don't have many weapons. He's young. And mm-hmm. they, they didn't do anything to help him in the offseason. So it's going to be pretty gnarly for them all year. I mean, you know, he's got characteristics of like some of the other quarterbacks that when they first come into the league, like their first um, move is to take off running and nothing's wrong with it. That's what they got away with. But like Lamar and like Kyler and some of these other guys that kind of do that um, and Josh Al, like they were surrounded by weapons and coaching And so they could work with that and then over time get better. He's got neither. Like his weapons are probably the worst in the NFL. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. The situation he's been given is not like the Tua and stuff. Mm -hmm. So we don't blame it on you, Big Justin, but uh, we're going to bet against you, buddy. (laughs) But we will use it to our advantage. Yes, we will. (laughs) Yeah. The... Well, I guess another young guy that, that with Big Trey breaking the ankle, that, that kind of flips. Um, I know you were big on giving out the Niners week three going into Denver. Yep, yeah. So that one probably changes, or it does for me at least. Well, here's what changes. is It goes from being probably the bet of the year, because it's on Sunday night football, by the way. Well, and see, you know, I, I always watch the Niner games typically, and I was I – was, 
like in Seattle at the plus nine if Trey stayed in. Right. No, as soon as Jimmy came in, I dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, I'm like, that's trouble. That's ball game. Would have <laughs> never done that. No. Would have never done that. If Yeah, I know. So that was an L in the, the circuit contest, actually. because And right when I saw him coming, I go, there's no chance. And Seattle, you know, <laughs> we took Seattle the first game of the year because we knew they'd be fired up against Russ at home. They're bueno, though. I mean, we weren't saying they're a good squad, and the only way they scored a touchdown was a blocked field goal that went 85 yards. Yeah. I mean, the offense is good looking. I heard a stat because Geno's like completions percentage, it was like 26 for 31. It was something good. It was the highest winning percentage and not scoring an offensive point. Like in history. Highest completion percentage. And not scoring an offensive point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, they're good looking. The Seahawks are good looking. But now the nines, I mean, so here's the thing. The line, you're right. The line in the, in the summer was minus two and a half Broncos. And now it's flipped. And the Bronx are actually getting a point and a half. Mm-hmm. They've looked terrible. Big time. And I didn't like this with Jimmy. Like, there's no way I would give up points. But guess what? Now the line's moved a little too far. And we will take the Broncos, best bet, plus the one and a half on Sunday night football. No, oh, you're going back to Russ here. Well, here's the thing. Okay. They, they got embarrassed on Monday night football. And let me tell you, the Bronx are going to be fired up for this Sunday night football game to be able to play in front of the nation again. And I'll take the points at home. I mean, this is a huge line move. Four points. You don't typically see that in the NFL. Um, yeah. I mean, the quarterback switch obviously did it. And then the, the slow start and the, the coach Hackett's just getting ripped for being, <laughs> for being a little out of his element here. Well, he is. Um, and you know what? You're right. The, the quarterback switch, but what's interesting is that the line didn't move um, like right after the switch. Like Sunday night, the line was still the two and a half, which I thought was interesting. So I think, you know, there is some truth to saying that there's a higher ceiling with Trey Lance because, you know, he could move around and stuff. But, yeah, the the bottom is way lower. I think Kittle's coming back, too, so Jimmy will have his guy, his favorite target. Well, that's huge because Kittle does ball. Denver just hasn't – it's the red zone. You know, they're just – they can't punch it in the red zones where they're having their problems. Good call. Good call. They're 0 for 6 on the season. So how long is that going to last? Oh, you know what? Just to clarify what it is for the red zone. So that's touchdown only. Like when you hear what teams are in the red zone, it's not scoring a touchdown. So there's, you know – scoring field goals, but that doesn't cut it. Like you want to score touchdowns when you get in down to the red zone. And just in case some people don't know, the red zone is when you get down inside your opponent's 20 yard line. Mm -hmm. There are some interesting stats though. I look because people don't factor in the home field advantage for, for the Broncos because that altitude does come into play. One thing that um, I think is interesting is as crappy as they've been over the last four years, their record um, at home actually is 16 and 16, which doesn't sound great. But I mean, dude, their teams have been so shitty. And the last four years, non-favorite against the spread, they're actually 23 and 19, which is a 55% win percentage. So you're getting them at home and they're actually the dog. Mm, I'll take them. All right. 
Yep. Shanahan, Niners coach, should know the the altitude and well, though. I'm sure he, you know, was born or, I don't know, born there, but grew up for quite a bit of years there with his pops. Well, that's not helping him now. I'm just saying he's got knowledge about that place. Well, he's got knowledge, but I'm saying it's it's more the factor to your body. You're just gasping for air. It's the same thing for those people that bet um, the NBA. Whenever teams go into, like, Utah and Denver, the line gets affected by that. Coming off the Miami road trip, too, will affect it. <laughs> From going out at night? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I like so far. I got it. I got, you know, I always like to throw a few stats at you. What do the Jags, Lions, and Jets have in common? They all got wins this weekend. And the last time that happened, let me repeat those squads because they're bueno. The Jags, the Lions, and the Jets all got W's. And the last time that happened, was 10 years ago. Wow. <laughs> and the Jets, I mean, you wouldn't have thought they would have come back there with big Flacco and stuff, but that was a big win for them. Can I throw another number at you there? Okay. That is another 409. It's the Ravens and the Cleveland Browns, and Cleveland's is even worse. Up by 13 with two minutes left, there has been 2,029 teams that have been in that position and every single of them won the ball game except for the Browns. Is that good looking? Mm. So what happened was they didn't have any timeouts, the Jets. So before Chubb went into the end zone, if he just would have done the, hey, I'm going to fall down on the one here, yep. ball game. But instead, he goes in, gives the Jets time. The Jets, big Flacco goes, I'm going deep, touchdown. Onside, 16% chance. We got her. Got it. And the rest is history. Unbelievable. Woohoo. That's hard to pull off. <laughs> yeah, it is. And are you stoked if you had the Browns in the survivor pool? Uh, wow. You're, you, still, you're still in yours? Yes, I am. I took Green Bayer. Me too. I got the Chargers in the Green Bay last week. I still haven't decided who I'm taking in the survivor for this one. I had the Rams, and uh, that was another one. They should have covered the 10. Yes. And they let Atlanta sneak back in there. Right. And they win by like four, but at least I'm alive in the survivor. Right. Yeah, you're pleased, though, if you took the the Rams and the points. Yeah. I mean, you know, gave up the points. But yeah, I actually, that's, that's one game I didn't watch. Did you watch that game? Just some highlights of that one yeah i mean the the thing that you can take away from it which we kind of nuke factoring in or coming in was because of Mariota, is they don't give up which Mm-mm. is good yeah i'm looking here they uh a lot of teams when they come from like east or west and they stay in a region atlanta they're probably staying on the west coast because they're going up to seattle this week you know what you're right and sometimes teams do that but i don't think the atl did it actually they went back home yeah which isn't really the play um Seattle's minus 1.5 there. I mean, I, I'd probably lean with Mariota in that one. Oh, uh, that's a strong lean. I don't have it here as a best bet, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think Seattle got that first one and now get ready for the landslide. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a couple other games here that I like. I, why don't we jump to the big daddy? That includes both the big daddies, Tom. And Aaron. Mm-hmm. So Green Bay travels down into Tampa Bay. Uh, the line is two and a half currently. What do you think about that one? Yeah. Uh, in normal circumstances, you know, I, I would have more of an opinion here. Tom Tom is just kind of a, I don't know what's going on here behind the scenes. We keep talking about his weight loss and stuff. 
Sounds like they're in different pads. Um, <laughs> he and his lady. Yep. I, t- I saw something, I think, last night, too. It said they're going to, um, you know, the NFL schedule, they usually come back on Mondays, watch like film and ice and kind of rehab a little bit. Right. And they give them like Tuesdays off. Okay. It said um, they're going to throw Tom a Veterans Wednesday here. Yeah. And it- give him another day to perhaps just do family or whatever. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. You know, he's still not going to. He loves coming to the site and kind of working on stuff. Right. Well, clearly he's got to take care of some stuff at home right now, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay's minus two right now. Yep. I, I would probably take Green Bay here. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm going against you. Well, Mike Evans is out, too. Probably. He's, and God, Godwin's out. Yeah. But guess what? Their defense is a joker right yeah. now. So let me tell you, first of all, they're 2-0. and and they're two and zero against the spread. Even more important, um, the thing is, is the Buccaneers. Uh, they actually have been on. They were on the road four games in a row, counting preseason, the last two preseason, and the first two to start this year. So this is their home opener, and teams get juiced for that. And their defense has been an absolute joker. They've only given up thirteen points in the first two games. On the road. Now they come back home. Uh, This is actually kind of disrespectful, really, to Tom, that it's less than a field goal. And like I said, Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay has come in to play Tom before, and it's never been below a field goal. And he had, like, Devontae and the team. Like, they had both their tackles, which they don't have right now either, Green Bay. Um, Yeah, I think the Bucs is a great play here. Another best bet. Thank you. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if all things were humming, I'd be there. I just, uh, I think it's going to be close. I, I can, I think Aaron's going to kind of start to figure this out a little bit with these guys on the outside. Mm. Yeah, like I said, I mean, there was just a lot of careless mistakes, but it was just masked by playing the shittiest team in the NFL last week against the Bears. Yeah, well, Tampa just that was a super physical game with the Saints. I mean, those those two squads do not like each other. Right, and listen, the Cowboys, they played them the first game and uh, that was a low-scoring game, but the Cowboys' defense is legit. You saw what they did to the Bengals. So, Believe it or not, the Bucks are kind of flying under the radar. There's all this press about, you know, who's not playing and this and that. Like Leonard Fournette, he even <laughs> he even tweeted out to his fantasy owners. He's like, Don't worry, the touchdowns are coming. <laughs> um, that guy's a battling ram. Yeah, he he's okay with going nose to nose. I mean, dude. So, you know, we're fine. This is I think we're buying a little low on the Bucks right now. I mean, clearly we are. You you feel more comfortable with Green Bay and you know that that probably represents a good portion of the um, people out there. So that's always good. Well, Tom, Tom, uh, you know, less than a field goal at home. You know, that's usually something you take. Well, that's what I mean. Why aren't you? With I me just I, they're just not humming offensively right now. I know their defense is great, and with those guys out, um, the thing is, is, is Tampa probably will really try to stop the run on Green Bay. So Aaron's going to have to connect with these dudes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to step up. Well, and Aaron's going to have to probably do it against pressure too. So that's what, yeah, it's going to have to be quick. <laughs> so maybe you'll turn. Maybe by the end of the week, you'll come over to my side. Well, now. but you know, if if to get a, away from a, a defensive pressure, you, a smart, quick quarterback, these are two dudes that can do it. Well, right, but the receivers have to be on the same page. Right, get ready. Here they come. <laughs> uh, so who do you like here, big guy? I still don't think I've heard anything from for this you. week. Um, 
Well, the uh, I've got Baltimore circled here. I think they're going to be mm. a little ticked off coming off giving that one up. They got to go to New England. Yep, minus three. I, I'll take Baltimore here for the bounce back. I would agree with that. That that's a that's a strong lean for me as well. That that one almost made my best bet list. I like that as well. Um, and then another team that should be ticked and someone who didn't look great last night is is the Raiders have to go to Tennessee. And I, Tennessee's not as bad as they looked. Mm-hmm. And that's not a super easy place to go to. Frable can get that defense going. I just the Raiders should not be zero and two. Um, well, so th- I mean they they need this W pretty bad. That's true, and it's minus it's minus one Raiders right now. Well, the Titans need the W too. They're they're zero and two also, big time. Um, I mean they made the Bills look like everyone thinks they should. I mean, well, yeah, that game was good looking. Jeez, they can't handle the plus ten. <laughs> I thought I thought the Titans were good there. I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, I I don't know. This game's a stay away for me with the Titans and the Raiders. Um, I think that actually be kind of fun to watch. Believe, I mean, just think about that. One of those teams is going to be zero and three, and you know, statistics show that if you go zero and three, and don't worry, every player and coach knows it too. Your chances of making the playoffs are real slim. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be a small dogfight over there. Um, I've got one here that I'm sure you're not going to agree with. Um. And it's going against one of our guys. I'll take the Colts plus seven against Patty and the Chiefs. Really? Yep. So this is another squad where you're buying low on the Colts. This game um, is another one like the Broncos where the line has moved four points. So the, the line for this game before the season started was KC minus three. Because the Colts have looked so bad and played so poorly, it's gone up to plus seven. That's a four-point move. I'll take it. It's the Colts' home opener. Uh, hopefully, they get Pittman back and Leonard, their best. You know, yeah, the the receivers were out. That didn't help Ryan. There. And Leonard's their best defensive player. I mean, I don't know if he'll be back. If he is, stand by. I mean, this will be a great one at seven. But <laughs> but you know, I was watching KC. I've even got my notes here from the Chargers game, and I'm like, Kansas City's tackling was horrible. I mean, you know, they were lucky to come back from that. And by the way, I got an email from someone asking about the best time to end game. Um, and, you know, I'm sure there's different strategies on this. But mine is I end gamed the Chiefs and Green Bay this last week. Okay. Um, first of all, both those, I didn't think they'd lose the game that home. Both of them, though, were like, minus 440 on the money line just to win the game. So you'd have to put 440 bucks down to win 100 or 4400 to win a grand. Uh and I'm like that's that's a little high. Well, guess what? That dropped down to 250 when they both were losing, you know? And I said, "Let's fire away now." And so that's when I like to do end games, but it's usually only against like the best quarterbacks that I like to do that with. Um, yeah. So anyway, Colts best bet plus seven. Hmm, that'll be interesting. Yes, it will. I mean, this is no respect. This is. I think the the theme for this podcast this week is no respect. <laughs> <laughs> I get no respect because the teams that I like are getting no respect. The Bucks at home, not even getting a field goal. That's incredible. The Broncos. Wow, the lines moved four points. It's on Sunday night football. And the Colts go, wow, we're getting an extra four points here at home opener. No respect. Oh, 
and the Texans against the shittiest team in the NFL. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so, you know, these lines reflect what we've seen, and, and with the lack of the preseason and, and the ramp up, it's like some of these teams need a little bit of time here to get going. You just you can't keep racking up the losses because then you're out of the show here at the end. Well, you're exactly right. And that's the Colts are minus, you know, they've lost two already. So they're going to be playing what, you know, catch up to the Jags here. And they're going to have, they're like, we can't go 0 and 3 here. Mm-mm. So they're going to be fired up to play. Um, yeah. And you're exactly right. Like some of these teams are slow to start. The Colts are actually one of them. They have not won their uh, home opener in like seven years in a row. I'm not sorry, not home opener, just the first game of the season. We know historically that's why we went against them. They play badly against the Jags. So really nothing week one and two has changed with the Colts, except now we get an extra four points and we'll take her. All right. What a, uh, we got Buffalo going down to Miami here. That should be a good one to watch. Total stay away. Minus five Buffalo right now. Yeah, that's just a stay away. I'll just enjoy that game and see what happens. Um, Both those teams, I don't know if you could get two teams. I mean, you know, the Bills have played really well. Both those teams, you know, are the talk of the town right now. Yep. So we'll see what happens. But that line's moved um, also. It, like, actually went up a point. I think it's five and a half, right? Uh yeah yeah I see a five on on a couple of the books right here okay I, I mean when the season started it was like three and a half or four so it's crazy that after what Miami did it actually went up but Miami's always a hard place to play but I think if my memory serves me correct me I think the Bills smashed them last year at home they're smashing everyone currently so I, but you know I. Miami can at least complete the ball over the middle and stuff. The, the Titans couldn't do squat, and, and they're not a come-from-behind team. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they don't have big Tyreeker on the squad. No. He and Waddle, good try, guys. They both had like 11 catches for 170 yards each. Um, is Tua jazzed at all? That big time. Fitzpatrick's like, why couldn't we have those guys when I was there? <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be there. Okay. Do you have another NFL game here? I do. And again, the theme, no respect. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield line. On it. You probably don't even know that. With that. I what, get no respect. For what? That guy's garbage. Bro. Yeah. He's not, he's not funny, dude. <laughs> he's not funny to Yo, me. Who doesn't like a little back to school? Um, Triple Lindy. Jeez, dude. That's an old movie. That's over your head. But yeah. No, it's not over my head. I remember it's like mid 80s. And even then I didn't think it was funny. <laughs> Guy's not funny. Caddyshack, too. He was terrible. He was the worst guy in Caddyshack. He ruins that. All right. Here we go. No respect. Maybe the no respect of the week. Big Carson Wentz going against Philly. Mm. Philly's coming in. Another squad up there with Miami and the Bills that everyone thinks is the world beaters. But by the way, um, we both took Philadelphia to take the NFC. People laughed at me when I... NFC East. Yeah. NFC East, people laughed at me when I said the Giants, number two. Right now, that's looking pretty good. Yep. But here we go. We're not talking about that, are we? We're talking about Carson Wentz going against the squad that said, why don't you pack your bags and get out of here? Oh, yeah. He will be fired up. Okay. And his team will be fired up to help him. This line before the season was actually uh, the Commanders plus three. They're getting six now. 
Maybe, you know what? I at think, home. Right, at home. Actually, I think it's six and a half. Yeah, I, saw I, I see six and a half here. Give me the six and a half. If that thing gets to the seven, stand by. But I don't think it will. But we'll take the six and a half for that's incredible. Is this guy going to try to come out for blood? Yeah, they're, I like them at home a lot better. I, I, I thought they would kind of handle um, Detroit, and I went with them. They tried as much as they could to get back in that bad boy, and they didn't. Yeah, that first half was ugly. Yeah, they just it was too far to come from back. Uh, but yeah, getting that much at home. Philly was juiced. You know, they probably will kind of have a little bit slower week this week. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the game that I missed this week. You know, we talk about that. Which one do you wish you you could have taken back? I wish I could have jumped on Philly. That was a great great spot for them. But if the, Bolt could go back in time. <laughs> but how about Carson here? I mean, this guy could be down by twenty in the fourth quarter and he's slightly gonna try to backdoor it for us if he's behind. So uh let me give you the best bets in the NFL before I got a couple for the call. People, yep. The Bucks minus two, the Commanders plus six and a half, the Broncos plus one and a half. This might even go higher. Just keep an eye on it. The Colts plus the seven. Take that now, please, because the chances of it going to seven and a half are much slimmer than it going to six and a half. The chances are that it goes to six and a half are much higher. So let's grab the seven now, and the Texans plus three. That's incredible. So those are the five right there. <laughs> No respect. Right. This is the no respect week. Yep. These teams are just getting disrespected. All right. What do we got for college game of the week? Well, the college ball last week, like we said. uh, UW. That's right. UW came to play. Uh, This week, uh, we've got Texas A&M minus two and a half against Arkansas. Actually gave this up on the radio last week. Um, I, I was invited to be on bet. LQ. If any of you are, are ever looking for some more betting um, information, it's actually a cool like radio station um, gambling podcast as well. And uh, Texas A&M minus two and a half against Arkansas and Iowa State. Okay, I went against them earlier in the year when they played Iowa. This squad's at home. They're minus two and a half against Baylor. We're going with the Cyclones, Iowa State. So Iowa State and Texas A&M college games, both minus two and a half at home. Lock them in. Yep, yep. Okay, that'll do it here for week three of the NFL. Don't forget uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. Keep an eye on those bad boys because Bolt fires up some info during the week and day of games. That'll do it for this week. See ya. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.